1: Dash dash. Did you see that someone had made that their ringtone? No. It's the fucking coolest thing ever. Oh my god. Is that, like, a is that serious? Yeah, it's for realsies. <gasps>
2: Amazing.
1: So, you guys voted. Your three options were a long wait, you really don't want to date this guy, and snitching insects. Which do you think they went for, Emma?
2: I, I can't even listen. I'm just welling up at the thought that someone has my voice as a ringtone.
1: Well, like, they might oh have been them God. saying it, but still.
2: That's like been my dream ever since I used to um, compose my own polyphonic ringtones on the Nokia 5210. <laughs> I I- so go on, what are the options again?
1: Um, a long wait. No. You really don't want to date this guy. That's my life. And snitching insects.
2: Snitching insects. Oh, I hope it's that one. It's not. Oh. They is it be- about dating?
1: I think they wanted us to bitch about mum, so
2: we <laughs> just want to hear more sad tales of my <laughs> so life. by a
1: landslide. This is the first time I didn't know which one they'd go for though.
2: This is like my life is like diary of a call girl, except where no one calls her.
1: So yeah, this is the first time. That's not that-
2: even true, FYI. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: not as, bad as- <laughs> It was the first time that I wasn't like, they're definitely gonna pick this one because I've made it sound more interesting. Oh, okay. So I, it's the I,
2: one where no one really gets
1: a genuine choice from you guys. You. So they picked the story of um, Rodney Alcala. So he's born in Texas, raised by his mother after his father abandoned the family. Um, and he joined the army where he was a clerk, clerk, bookworm. Clark. And uh, he left after four years due to a nervous breakdown. And he was also diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder, which we've talked about quite a lot so you should all be very good psychologists in terms of that if you're a
2: new listener (laughs) lucy doesn't give a fuck i'm sick of revising
1: personality
2: well i'll be honest i don't know it
1: what i didn't commit it to my long-term memory it's effectively psychopathy okay so in which is one of
2: my favorite words because in my head forever i always read it psychopathy and now i've learned it i'm like psychopathy
1: although we do study psychopathology as part of oh, psychology. Now I'm just a mess. So in nineteen sixty-eight is when Akala Alcala. Oh it's really hard to say his name. Alcala. Should Alcala. We no, I didn't know. I I wrote it down because it sounds like Alcala, like the word colour, because I listened to a documentary. Oh, okay. Um so he committed a crime. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so guess what
1: (laughs) he he committed a crime so case closed (laughs) podcast over you'd hope so but he was seen luring an eight-year-old girl into his apartment i don't know if he left a trail of sweets or said he had some shag bands or something but um a witness saw it and he called the police or he or she phoned the police because you would wouldn't you? you see some guy talking to a girl that clearly he's not related to and then a bit racist them walking inside together why is that racist
2: well how do they know they're clearly not related
1: what because he looks like too young to be her dad like if she put uh, the probably from her reaction i would say oh right i guess
2: maybe she was earwigging on the conversation like when you're looking at people and like they're definitely on a first date because they're asking too many questions
1: yeah like when you play that game mom or boyfriend. mom or girlfriend mum or girlfriend, or which date are they on? And then Luke genuinely goes over and asks them, we've just been playing this game, and we were just guessing how long you've been together. (laughs) You
2: can usually tell if they look interested in what the other person's saying, it's fairly new. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So, unless they look really disinterested, then it's first date, but a terrible one. So the girl does go into the flat with him, um, and uh, the police do arrive, but it is a little bit too late because um she was beaten um quite viciously and she was raped by him. Now he escaped once he realised they were coming, left all his things and he drove straight to the East Coast and here he enrolled in New York University. So he fled, but obviously they they knew um they knew his name was um on the na- on the lease for the flat so they know who they're looking for. I think they probably had a photograph of him as well. So they started trying to track him down, but he started going by the name of John Berger, and he enrolled in New York University. I know John Berger.
2: <laughs> they
1: just—it was obviously—he was on the street, like looking around, like my name is John uh,
2: Table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Um, so three years later, in 1971. Oh, also when he moved to. New York not only did he enroll to study film but he started working at a summer camp where he was known as Jimmy Hot Dog <laughs> still John Berger um, but he was a do you know they call them counselors oh yeah he was sort of a helper I mean a dre- those jobs are pure pedo bait I did that job no <laughs>
2: <laughs> there how, were some wrong how many things? kids
1: did you date Um, I was like the human shield for the kids Just, like, fending off penises with friends in there.
2: You will not abuse the child. You shall not pass.
1: (laughs) Um, It's mostly stopping them smoking, to be honest. So two of the girls in 1971 uh, were out and about. They'd been at this summer camp, and they saw a photo um, of Alcala um, in in the post office, I think, with Wanted, because they were trying to track him down for this crime they'd committed three years before, and they'd obviously sent um, photos all over the country. It must have been a really horrific um, what happened to that girl then if yeah, they really went bad. all across the country. So um, he was arrested and he was taken back to California. Um, the girl had moved away, so she didn't testify. I think her parents just wanted to kind of get over it rather than put her through that. Um, so he was charged with a smaller crime Um, And he was in prison for 34 months. I love your use of the word crime in this episode. (laughs) He done a crime. (laughs) Um, So two months
2: later... All specificities completely (laughs) gone. There were crimes over here, crimes (laughs)
1: over there, and then they got him done for a crime. (laughs) So two months later, he's arrested again for giving weed to a 13-year-old. She also said that she'd been taken against her will. So thank goodness that he was... stopped and she was taken back to her parents um so he went to prison for another two years as a result of that and then he starts being a really horrific serial killer he is quite a well-known serial killer because he did some really awful things so he goes to los angeles and he gets a job at the newspaper and he starts um being one of those creepy guys who i mean now they'd probably use gumtree or is it craigslist but offers to photograph girls to help their modelling career. So one of those ones. And girls say yes and go on photo shoots or let him photograph them half naked because they want to be famous. And you always hear those stories about
2: famous models who were discovered she was just walking down the street. Kate Moss was just, yeah, you know, stumbling out of a taxi and someone thought she was amazing. So that's why people believe it happens because they keep hearing these stories of like, yes, that's
1: all it takes. It's like when I was little and I thought, if I sung really loudly in my back garden, maybe a music producer would walk past my house and give me a record deal.
2: Yeah, I used to like sit in the window of my bedroom like I was in a movie <laughs> in like in like a nightdress, like,
1: like the girl <laughs> from Hook when she sits in the window yeah. and sings.
2: And I'd be like, if I do this, something magical will happen.
1: So while he's living in Los Angeles, this is where he commits some really awful crimes. And it's always young girls, um, not always... Um, children, so there were victims that were you know, around age twenty-one, but between nineteen seventy-seven and nineteen seventy-nine, he killed four girls called Jill Barcombe, Georgia Wixton, Charlotte Lum, and Jill Parento, and they were all assaulted and strangled to death. Um, so, really horrific crimes. Now, he wasn't initially found out for any of those crimes. Uh, it wasn't till twelve-year-old Robin Samso disappeared while walking home from a ballet class in Los Angeles and then her body was found 12 days later that fingers started to point to Alcala so he was immediately linked with the crime because the girl had some earrings and they were found in a locker that was rented under his name so in terms of that happening I think probably the parents said that she had these earrings someone who owned the lockers found the earrings and then they traced who had run to that locker.
2: I thought it was like from DNA of like the ear crud that comes that like sticks to you at the...
1: Oh, I used to love that though. Yeah. You're like piddling it off. Off your ear. I don't wear earrings anymore. They itch. So Alcala is um, arrested and he was put on trial and he was sentenced to death um, by the jury. However the judge um, had told the jury about Akala's convictions previously. So um, the minor crime, the involvement in the rape of the young girl. And so at this time, juries weren't allowed to know of previous convictions because it might change their judgment. So it was overturned. So he had another trial that was um, also overturned. So he was sentenced again, overturned again. And then the third time, 2003 they had finally matched Alcala's DNA to two of the women who were also murdered. And some DNA on Robin's earrings also matched. Yes, I knew it was going to be ear crud. Yeah. What, so he was like putting those earrings inside other girls? I don't know. I mean, he must have taken them with him to the crime or had them all in a a big bag of murder crap. So this time, he was on trial again. And because of this evidence, he was convicted of all five murders and he was sentenced to death. Now, the reason that he's quite a well-known case is because in the middle of this spree of five murders, um, although it's thought that he was connected to more and he was actually convicted of some more following, I'll tell you about them in a second. um, He was on uh, the show, The Dating Game, which was the American version of Blind Date. So what I thought we could do is I will quickly show you We'll stop recording, show you him on the show, and then we'll come back and discuss that in a sec. So, what did you think? Well, um, <laughs> I think
2: the weirdest bit of that show wasn't the serial killer that was on it. He met his match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking weird. But... I know that he
2: didn't He didn't kill her or no, assault her. She says, what? Which... Um, if that's not on the DSM five. <laughs> um, he wasn't particularly charming, let's say that. Like he didn't win for his charm. He won because he described himself as the banana. <laughs> and blunt. she I like bananas. So I'm gonna go with one.
1: So she refused to go on a date with him. Oh did she? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> she thought he was too creepy.
2: She thought he was too creepy, the he... <laughs> woman who picked her bachelor based on the fact that she thought he had a massive schlong.
1: Yeah. So uh she he was way creepy. Stop flashing those gums at me. Yeah, the other contestant said that he was pretty odd as well. So um, he uh, so he was later put on trial. So obviously he was uh, sentenced to death um, following the trial where he was sentenced with five murders. He was later put on trial for the murders of Ellen Jane Hover in 1977, who was murdered in New York when he lived there, and Cornelia Michael Crilly, 1971, who... Um, was murdered while he was at NYU as well. So those two were tracked with him. But he had hundreds of photos of women. I don't know how he got so many to come. Oh, because he pretended to be a
2: a fashion photographer. Yeah,
1: but apparently there were 900 that they didn't release because they were too graphic to show to the public. But they did Mm -hmm. release 120 because they wanted to uh, to see if the women who were in them would come forward and then they could kind of rule out who was still alive. The Hello. other day,
2: I watched an episode of Millionaire Matchmaker, I love and that. Patty had to kick out a guy from the casting because he was taking pictures of the other girls who were waiting to audition. Really? She's like, "I don't allow pervs in the millionaires Club, and he got but like who's there's obviously people around who still see women and go, "I want a picture of that. I oh, want to brilliant. take that home.
1: Oh, it is creepy, isn't it So some women did come forward um as saying that they were in the photos, but also some family members did come forward um but saying that the photos were of people who had gone missing so it's believed that he probably had quite a lot more victims that he sort of captured on film that um that they don't know about i think they've i think they're looking into it but i think also they've said well we've got him for life Lil," and he's the, dead there's no well he's not but um there's but no point, put him on trial. well he's 74 now and um he's definitely gonna die they no, no longer have the death penalty in New York, so he's not going to be, although he was sentenced to death, he's not going to be put to death, so he's just going to live in prison until he dies. Um, Which isn't a barrel of laughs. Let's hope. Unless they have, like, prison the dating game. Although I did have a tour of a prison at the weekend, and one person did the cliche thing of, it's like a holiday camp now, isn't it? And, and what did he say? The prison guard said, "Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> No. Although they do get to use the gym. Um, That is not a holiday for me. (laughs) And he did say that a really good punishment is saying that they can't use the gym because for a lot of them that's sort of their life while they're in there. It's dead good. It's dead interesting. If you get to look around a prison, look around a prison. When there's no inmates in it. I'd go in with inmates in actually.
2: As long as they were locked up. We'll send you one of those scared straight programs. Where they just yell
1: in your face, straighten up and fly right. One of my <laughs> students did that. He was like, I wasn't even bothered.
2: Yeah, but he was. Yeah, but he fucking was.
1: I will fold you like a piece of paper.
2: <laughs> See that <laughs> advert all the time.
1: Anyway, dash.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.